Hello, hello. Let me know if you can hear me. We were having some sound difficulties today. Uh, Hangouts on Air does not seem to be enjoying any of my external microphones. So I am going to uh, be doing this using my computer mic, which I don't love, uh, but it's going to be happening. So let me know if you can hear me. Uh, hi, Barney. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. It is indeed my birthday on Friday, uh, and we are celebrating today with live show fun. Uh, be sure to uh, get your questions in the Q&A, or if you are over at thestacyharris.com, you can, of course, leave them in the chat box below the video. Um, be sure to let me know if you guys can see and hear me, because I don't know. All right. All right, so we're going to be going for, uh, we're going to wait a few minutes before we actually get started. Um, because I am waiting for, you know, people to kind of file in. We're actually still a few minutes before the top of the hour. Uh, so, yes, so I am going to be waiting just a few more minutes. I'm just pulling up the document of people, of questions from people who emailed me before the show. If you hear me, like, clicking and doing stuff. Uh, be sure to introduce yourself uh, in the chat. Say hey over in the Q&A box if you're at the event page or over in, you can just leave a comment on that page and introduce yourself. Say hey. Um, I like to know that you guys are here. And again, let me know that you can see me and hear me and everything looks okay. Because that's helpful. Uh, pulling up questions. I know Rama's here. Hi, Rama. Barney's here. Hi, Barney. In addition to the show today uh, and answering your questions, I also have some cool announcements, which is awesome. I'm really excited. Yay, cool. All right. So say hey if you can see me and hear me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, answer your question. Oh, oh, sorry, you're hearing me talking in the background. Perfect. Okay, great. Yay! Thanks, Connie. Yay, Connie's here. She can see me and hear me. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so you do have two options to watch the show today. You can watch it, of course, here uh, over at the event page, or you can watch it here over at thestacyharris.com slash episode 132. Um, either place is fine. If you watch it over on my website, of course, uh, there is a chat box. If you watch it here on the event page, you can use the Q&A function, uh, which is somewhere around here. <laughs> uh, and that's how you guys can have to ask your questions chime in, say hello, all that good stuff. Uh, as you guys know, I love to do shout outs for the show, uh, saying hey to those who participate. Uh, so feel free to do that. We are hitting just about noon Eastern and nine Pacific time, also known as 10 o'clock here at Mountain Standard Time. Uh, so we're gonna be getting started in just a few minutes. Uh, just waiting for a few more people to arrive. So here's kind of what's gonna happen today. Uh, this is a live episode of the show, so 
I am going to answer your questions for as long as you ask them. Uh, my time is yours. So be sure to ask your questions. Like I said, lots of ways to do it. You can do it through the chat function. You can do it through Q&A. You can tweet it to me at the Stacey Harris. I've got my Twitter open, of course. Uh, you know how I am. <laughs> and I'm going to be here uh, answering those questions for as long as you've got them. Uh, also, somewhere in the show, I'm going to be sharing some cool things coming up. There's going to be another opportunity to uh, chat with me and hang out with me uh, in a couple of weeks on uh, a webinar. So I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, and then, of course, to celebrate my birthday on Friday, we have a very special limited time deal that I'm going to be talking about a little later. Uh, it's going to be super fun. I'm really excited about it. I don't know if you can tell. Can you tell? Cool. All right. Let me pull the checkbox back up. Cool. 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 All right. All right. All right. So let's let's start getting started. Uh, for those of you who don't know who I am. I am the Stacey Harris, and you are watching episode 132 uh, of Hit the Mic Happening Live. It occurred to me the other day I hadn't done a live show since episode 100, uh, which is too long to go without a live show. Uh, so I decided to do a live show uh, this week because I love these. These are combining my two favorite things, a podcast and getting to talk to you guys. Uh, and, of course, you know the best way to give your audience content they actually need Jump on a hangout and answer their questions. It's <laughs> that simple. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, and yeah, so I'm going to see Harris. I teach entrepreneurs how to use social media without feeling and acting like a douchebag. That's pretty much what I do here. Uh, we do that through a variety of ways. Uh, we have programs like the Rockstar Guides. We have Social Pro, uh, which will start again in May. Spoiler alert. Um, let's see what else. Uh, also, we do a few one-on-one uh, -on -one services. I've got Business Amplified Mentoring, which is a 90-day one-on-one program. Uh, and then we do that through uh, Done For You Strategies. I actually do build strategies for clients, uh, which is super fun. Uh, and I get to do one-on-one -on -one stuff again because of something Rama asked me about. Uh, Rama asked, how is it going with Mr. Full-Time Harris, uh, who is my husband, Charles. He is now full-time in my business. Uh, this is his third week. We're in his third week right now. Uh, and it's going really, really well. I really enjoy it. Um, it's fun to have him around. Um, we are enjoying it. He is taking on more and more and more, which is awesome, which is one of the big reasons I got to go back to doing some one-on-one -on -one stuff uh, because I have the time to do it again, uh, which is something I did not have before, which is why I went away. So it's going really well. Thank you, Rama, uh, for asking. Uh, I'm actually putting together uh, a little a little thing uh, about how we did that because I've had a lot of people ask me how we managed to do that, um, and so I'm going to be talking about that. Cool. Sneeko's uh, here. Hi. Thank you guys for showing up. I am so amped you guys are here. Um, start popping your questions into the Q&A box or into the chat box. Um, this does not, I mean, I know Rama said unrelated to this episode, how's it going with Mr. Harris, but you guys can ask me literally anything you want. I don't promise to have an answer if you ask me about like outer space. Uh, that's not really my area of expertise. <laughs> um, 
Uh, if you ask a car question, I'm going to have two Charles. Again, I don't know. Um, but you guys are free to ask me anything. This is your show. This is your time. Ask me anything you want. I do have some questions that I'm going to start kind of going through while I wait for you guys to ask more questions. Um, but yeah, get your questions in. You can leave them on the event page. You can tweet them to me. You can um, send them by carrier pigeon, but I don't know if they'll get here in time. Uh, whatever you want to do, uh, just include uh, Stacey Harris uh, and the hashtag at the mic, and I will see it because I'm looking at both of those things right now. Uh, and of course, if you leave it on the chat, if you leave it in the Q and A box, it pops up right in front of me. So that's probably fastest. Um, but whatever works for you, all right? All right. All right. So let's get into some of these questions uh, that we have. First question was emailed to me, and it says, is one social network enough? And the answer is no. And I have talked a bit about this because I, I talked a lot about it very vocally about people being mad about Facebook and the organic reach dropping and all of that. Uh, and the reality is, the reality is the people who are really getting hit hard by that are the people who were only using Facebook. Uh, and that's not a good plan uh, because you don't own that space. You don't control what happens to it. So you are at the whim of someone else and their decisions. Uh, so you don't want to put all of your eggs in somebody else's basket. Uh, you want to make sure that you have a diverse diverse setup. Uh, if you've ever seen me talk about social media before um, or you've been through Social Pro already, you know I am all about what I call the power of two, which is two primary networks and two secondary networks. Uh, by primary networks, I mean networks you're in on the regular. So you're in there every day, answering questions, engaging, posting content, all that good stuff. I use Google Plus and Twitter. Uh, and then your secondary networks are the networks you're not necessarily in every day, uh, the networks that you're in a couple times a week. Um, a great example of ones where this can be really powerful are places like Pinterest, uh, where you don't necessarily need to be adding content every day, but can be really powerful to drive traffic. Uh, LinkedIn's another really great example of this. Um, I use LinkedIn and Facebook as my secondaries. Um, again, it's going to come down to you building your strategy, knowing your ideal plans on what networks you choose, but absolutely you want to be in more than one network. Cool? All right. If you guys have more questions, follow-up questions to anything I answer, whether it's your question or someone else's, absolutely leave that in the Q&A box or the chat box or wherever. Um, I'm just going to be answering these kind of as I see them. And I'll go back to this document as I'm waiting for you guys to bring in more questions. Uh, I'm shooting for 30 to 45 minutes on this, so um, bring them, guys. Bring them. All right? All right. Uh, let's see. Kamara? I hope that's how you pronounce your name. Disclosure, I may very well mispronounce your name. I apologize. It is in no way intentional. Uh, okay. Can you give me some tips on actually to actually get some engagement on Pinterest? It's like dead air when I post stuff. Here's the thing with Pinterest. Um, your engagement is probably not going to come super heavily from comments. Uh, commenting is not always a default action in Pinterest. Um, mostly your engagement is going to come from getting repins or likes. Um, so don't focus too much on trying to get people to comment because it's it's a more difficult thing to do. I would focus more on getting people to pin your stuff, share it. Uh, focus on making graphics that are really pinnable. Uh, you want to go for optimum size, things like that. If you Google Pinterest optimized image, you'll find uh, size graphics. Um, but pinning things that are very graphically pleasing, uh, 
it's all about having a good graphic. You see a ton of really bad graphics on Pinterest, uh, and they are falling on total dead air. So make sure you have a really great um, uh, graphic. Also, make sure you're pinning stuff that's outside of your stuff. Um, you want to be pinning a diverse amount of content uh, from a, a, a lot of sources um, and then making sure you're following relevant people so you can share their stuff because they're more likely to pay attention to your stuff then and pin it. Um, that's really what it's going to come down to is making sure that you are engaging. Uh, and that's really going to be anywhere. If you want to see engagement, make sure you're engaging. That's always kind of the chicken and the egg thing, what comes first. But make sure you are making your content really easy to engage with. Um, and like I said, don't worry as much about getting comments because like I said, it's a more difficult action to get them to do. If you are definitely trying to get a comment, you need to make a really clear call to action, not only in your text, but in your graphic. Because I'll be honest, when I use Pinterest, I very rarely read the comments. Like even the text below what someone posted. If I can't get what you said in the image, I'm scrolling right past it. It's gone. All right, does that answer your question? Uh, what about pictures on Pinterest? Uh, Connie asked, what about pictures on Pinterest? Do you mean like your pictures? Um, I, if you're going to be posting your photo just to share your photo, I would suggest posting it someplace like uh, Instagram or Facebook or Google Plus or something like that or Twitter even. Uh, I would focus on those places if you just want to share a photo. Uh, with photos on Pinterest, you want to make sure they're going to drive back to your website. So you want to make sure they're really a part of a a relevant part of a bigger piece of content. So if you want to share a picture of you grocery shopping with a client who is uh, uh, newly diagnosed gluten-free, whatever, then I would make that a part of a blog post and pin that graphic so that people can come back and read about it. Uh, otherwise, you really want to make sure if you're just sharing a photo to sort of share an experience that you're using something more like Instagram, uh, Facebook, Google+, even Twitter, like I said. Um, because that's where it's going to be a little more relevant. All right, Billy? Cool. Good job with the questions. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I want to have like a, a lineup here, okay? Uh, Rama asked over on the episode page, uh, what are your thoughts about getting personal on Facebook? I struggle with how personal to get on my Facebook business page. Is there a general rule? Rama, I don't believe there are any general rules. It's going to depend on your clients. It's going to depend on how comfortable you are. Uh, if you take a look at my page, you'll kind of see how personal I get. Um, I do not post pictures of my child very often on my page. Um, not to say he's not anywhere. If you look at my Instagram, you'll see pictures of him there. Um, but with that said, that's kind of my, my break off. Uh, you'll see personal on Facebook to some extent, but not a ton. Uh, you'll see me get more personal on Twitter. Like when I watched the uh, Grammys on Sunday, I was tweeting away. Um, it's really about, and I did an episode not a while ago. I think it was in the 20s. I'll have to look. If you go to hitthemic.com, you'll see a list of all the episodes. But I, I talk about balancing authenticity and privacy. And I talk a lot about in that episode finding your line as far as how personal you want to get uh, and sort of working back from there. Uh, but that's a really helpful episode. And that is going to apply to any network, you know. There are places where you don't want to get personal. You don't want to get overly personal on LinkedIn because that's not the nature of the network. Uh, with Facebook, because people are so used to seeing stuff from their friends in there, it can work for you. Uh, it's just going to depend, again, on who your ideal clients are, what kind of content they want to see, what kind of brand you run. I run a very personal brand, so a little bit of personal comes comes away well for me. 
Um, but it, I'm, there's not a general rule. I'm sorry. It's it's all about you deciding. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like that wasn't a very good answer. All right, keep them coming, guys. Uh, Barney asked, is anyone actually using social media for making direct sales, or is it more what I think, which is a way to engage prospects and get more on an email list? I do actually um, make direct sales from social media, uh, especially for like the Rockstar Guide to Google Plus, the Rockstar Guide to Podcasting, those kind of programs. Uh, I do make sales from social media. However, uh, I made those sales because I cultivated and engaged the audience. Um, I may have never gotten a call from them. They may not be on my list. They still made a purchase. Uh, a great example of this is um, I, in a group I was new to, I did a Q&A in the group, and then I a lot of people asked me about Google+, and I pitched through Google+. Several of the people in that group who had asked about Google+, went and bought the guide. They weren't on my list. Uh, they may have known who I was before, I don't know, um, but I made that sale completely via social, but because I started from a building a relationship place. So I don't think people make sales on social by just saying, hey, buy this. I do think you can make sales from social by cultivating social as an audience on its own. Now, I do really, really encourage you to get your social people onto a list. That's why I do webinars and things like that. You know, this didn't have an opt-in because it's my show. This is just a live episode of Hit Mike. Um, but like, I'm going to be announcing in just a minute uh, that next up, next week, we're going to be doing a Google Plus 101 webinar. That is a way for me to convert my social people to getting on my list. I hope that answered your question. I'm not sure it did. Um, but yeah, you can make sales, but it comes from cultivating that social community uh, in the same way that you're cultivating your list. They work alongside each other and all tangled in together. Uh, and thanks for coming. All right, more questions, guys. Come on, any more questions? What the heck? All right, let me jump in and see. I think I have some other questions in my little document here. Uh, let's see. Courtney asked on Twitter, have you spent much time on Snapchat yet? Just for fun, I love your opinions. Hashtag get the mic. Hi, Courtney. Thanks for hanging out. I actually do hang out on Snapchat. I actually snap, and I'm going to show you my screen because um, I don't. I feel like you won't believe me. <laughs> I uh, I actually Snapchatted. I don't know if you can see that. And of course, my phone rang. Um, I actually Snapchatted about uh, about getting ready to do this show. I definitely don't know if you can hear that, but. So I love Snapchat. Um, I would really like to connect with more people on Snapchat. If you're on Snapchat, look me up. The Stacey Harris. I know. Shocking. Um, Snapchat is not a default network everybody needs to be on. Uh, it's a fun network. I enjoy it. Uh, I think if you're targeting any kind of young audience, it's a really great place to be. Uh, for me and the people who follow me, it's been a really great way. I use it in a very similar way that I use Instagram. Uh, I talk about business. I, I say, hey, come join me for things like this. But also, like, I'll Snapchat walking with my family or like, we'll go to the movies or those kind of things. Uh, it allows me to kind of give a more personal look at my life randomly. 
Um, so I like it for that. Again, it's not for everyone. I don't think it's a blanket. Definitely everybody should be on network, but I do think it's something that people should be paying more attention to than they are. And like I said, if you are on Snapchat and you want to connect with me, the Stacy Harris, just look me up and I will totally follow you back. I'm a little bit obsessed and always trying to find new people to follow. Um, if you want to look for somebody to follow on Snapchat, Courtney, who does Snapchat very, very well, look up Casey Neistat. I love his stuff. He does a really good job. Um, I'm trying to, there's some other ones, but I can't think of names right now. Snap me that question and I will snap you my favorites. <laughs> All right. Like I said, the Stacey Harris. Thank you for asking your question and thank you for hanging out, Courtney. Cool. All right. Uh, next up. Oh, Connie asks, what is Snapchat? So Snapchat is uh, a social network where you can share things and they exp- you can share publicly to your story uh, or to the people who follow you, not really publicly. Um, and they last 24 hours and you have 10 seconds maximum of video um, or you can do a photo and you can draw on it. It's a really cool network, um, but it's definitely something that I would not start with. Uh, you want to build other, focus other places first. And it's Snapchat. I love Snapchat. Uh, and of course, now my phone is making all sorts of noise because I turned it up so you guys can hear Snapchat. Last demonstration, maybe. Probably not. Uh, Barney asks, should I use the Facebook build audience feature that allow you to upload your email list to promote your business page? Uh, I actually prefer to use the uh, uploading my email list in targeted ads because I like to target my ads to people who are already on my list. So that way you are getting sort of that pitch again in another place. You're getting an additional touch. Um, that's how I prefer to use that. If you want to use it to build your page, absolutely. I don't like paying for ads to build my audience. Um, I'm building likes. I think you tend to get into the whole fake like issue then. Um, where people are sort of gaming the system. You've seen a lot of videos about that in the last couple of years. Uh, so I would focus that more on uh, using that to target and refine ads to sell things uh, like your program. Uh, and and if you, to build your audience on Facebook, to add your likes, be networking, be engaging, get people to share um, your page. You know, that's kind of how I got over the hump on a, of a thousand is I was like, hey guys, we're almost there. Share this, whatever people did. Cool. Come uh, on, ask. Is it totally lame and desperate looking to ask certain people to follow you back on Twitter, instant, Instagram, Pinterest, etc.? Okay. First of all, if you feel lame and desperate, whether I think it's lame and desperate or not, it's going to come across that way um, because there will be that kind of energy to the ask. I find asking people to follow me very unproductive because once they follow me, they do very little. Uh, I would rather make it a place people want to follow and engage. Um, So I very rarely ask people. I do invite people. I say, hey, guys, I'm on Instagram now. Come check me out. Uh, Hey, guys, I'm on Snapchat now. Come check me out. Uh, And that's because I'm able to uh, kind of invite you instead of saying, could you please follow me on Instagram? Tamara or Connie or Rama or Courtney or whatever. Instead, it's more about, hey guys, I'm here. If you'd like to connect with me, I think that would be great. So I find that more productive. 
whenever you're asking anyone to follow you, make sure they're going to be engaged because that's, that's where the money is. That's where the community growth comes from. That's where the sharing of your message comes from. It's from people who are going to be engaging with you and hanging out with your community and who want to be involved, who are invested in experiencing your brand. I hope that was a good answer. I say that a lot, but I do always hope it's a good answer. Uh, Kai said, Instagram tips on how to use this. I love Instagram. Um, if you have a very visual brand, Instagram is a must. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who are on Instagram who should, who should or are not on Instagram who should be. Uh, I use it again as a support brand. For me, I share a lot of personal stuff. Um, I'm just sort of demonstrating again after I said I wouldn't. Um, you can kind of see from my from my news feed or from my from my photo, I, I share a lot of stuff. You know, here's my kid when we were at the farmer's market over the weekend. Uh, I worked out of the office on Friday, so I shared that. Um, just sort of, you know, being real about what's going on. A friend of mine's book, Amanda Schaffner, shout out to Amanda. Uh, she just published her second fiction novel, and I got a signed copy. Uh, and so I, you know, I shared that it's a support piece. You know, we did the countdown. You can see here the countdown to uh, when Charles's last day was, uh, I use it to sort of show me in my brand to say, Hey, this is me. This is my life. This is my business. You, you know, you can see, I do have some business stuff in here. Um, when Charles went full time, I did a special offer, one-on-one -on -one offer. Uh, so you can absolutely mix it up. Uh, if you're somebody who does anything with food or fitness, Use relevant hashtags. Your community will grow massively. It's a great place to be for that kind of stuff. And biggest tip for Instagram is use hashtags. It will take you a long way. Awesome. Glad that makes sense, Kamara. Cool. All right, guys. Any more questions? Let's see what we have on my list. Uh, and, of course, let me check the chat. Cool. All right. So the next question I have uh, is from Amy and it says, I'm curious how to think about posting content to different flat platforms. What works best for Facebook versus Google plus versus Twitter. Um, the, if you have never read the book, jab, 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 right hook by Gary Vaynerchuk, which is actually on this bookshelf back here. It's right. Oh, oh, that's not it. It's right there. I don't know if that's design reference right there. Uh, it's really, 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 really helpful in showing you content that does well in each network and also really is important where it talks about the importance of understanding the user psychology uh, so that you can understand what's going to play best on each network. Now, Facebook and Twitter content is much more similar than Facebook and, and or I'm sorry, Facebook and Google Plus content is much more uh much more consistent than Facebook to Twitter, obviously because you're going shorter, things like that. So you really want to be aware of what kind of place you're getting into. Obviously, you don't want to post super text-heavy stuff on uh, Pinterest. You know what I mean? So that's going to be your initial sort of qualification. Um, am I doing something that's really, really graphic? Okay, maybe that Instagram or, or Pinterest is going to be good. Am I sharing a link that's going to have a really big image with it? And that's going to play really well. And maybe I should look at Facebook or Google Plus um, over something like uh, LinkedIn because they kind of do a shorter, more ugly length preview. Um, factor in where it's going and how it's going to show up. Uh, from there, I tend to share the same core message. So I shared on all of my networks uh, that we were doing this show today. 
the same core message was there, but how I presented it was different. Uh, how I, how I showcased it was different. You know, I did it up very sort of quick and snappy on Facebook and Twitter. I did it a little bit longer on Google Plus. I did it a little more often on Google Plus and Twitter than I did on Facebook. Uh, so factoring those kind of things. And also it's really, really, really going to come down to your strategy and your network specifically. Uh, and again, understanding the user psychology of each network, uh, and what the users are there to get. Okay. Okay. Uh, ooh, questions. Awesome. Be sure, like I said, to start, uh, you guys can tweet me your questions. You can leave them in the chat box, uh, or you can leave them over in the Q&A box right on the event page. Um, Martina's here. Hi! It's good to see you too. I'm glad you're here. Um, she says, if you have two different ideal clients for two different parts of your business, for which or how should you create a community? Uh, so I have a very similar thing. My, uh, Ideal clients for the Rockstar Guides are not necessarily my same identical ideal clients for one-on-one consulting or uh, strategy builds. However, at their root, they have very similar issues. So they have very similar frustrations, and they both resonate with how I present information because that's helpful so you're not splitting in to that level. Uh, and so what I do is I tend to sort of mix up my content. You know, you see some beginner stuff. Uh, because those people tend to go more into the Rockstar Guide. Uh, and then you see a lot more advanced stuff that I do. And those people tend to be the people who who uh, do the consulting. But they want to see my expertise, and that allows me to sort of example that. Uh, so definitely make sure you're making content that kind of serves both. Um, but focus in where they're similar. Um, and it may take going down from here to here as far as, like, their root stuff, but finding those commonalities and connecting that way can be really, really helpful. Uh, if they're drastically, totally, completely, scarily different people, uh, then it's going to be more difficult and you're going to need to have, I would suggest, um, very core so- social media message and then put them on like different email lists so that they're, they're getting different content and creating different content for them, uh, which is going to be a lot more work, Marquita. Um, but if they're that, that different, then that may be what you need to do. Um, but definitely make sure that you are looking at what their core similarities are. Um, because oftentimes you'll find that they're kind of the same person. Uh, they're just in different places. Um, but like I said, if they are totally different people, you know, maybe some people are online one woman shop kind of things and some are full on corporate employees, um, companies, then you're going to be marketing to them differently. The reality is, is these corporate company guys are going to be on places like LinkedIn. They're not going to be in Facebook groups. These one-on-one solopreneur, one-woman shop kind of places, they're more likely to be in Facebook groups. So that's how you sort of target them differently is you would hit those two different places. I hope that answered your question. Uh, Connie, yes, you should start using Instagram. Um... Yes, I really like that. Okay, cool. All right, more questions, guys. We're hitting right about the half hour mark. So why don't I tell you about, while you get some more questions in, more questions, um, if you actually, and I'm going to share my screen for this. Um, this is exciting. Um, if you would like to learn more about Google Plus, 
I am ready and excited and absolutely amped to help you with that. Um, because next week on the 18th, we are going to be doing a Google Plus 101 webinar, um, which is going to be really, really fun. It's going to be another live show kind of like this, um, but we're going to be talking all Google Plus. So I'm going to be talking about some sort of key steps for Google Plus, places where you need to get started, um, why it matters, where to start, how to get connected with people, because I I hear a lot from you guys at the wasteland and there's no one there. Um, that's not cool. I'm also going to talk about what the three things you have to do on Google Plus, whether you want to use it all the time or not. Uh, and then also how to make your Google Plus stop time work to be an investment you're getting a return on. Uh, and that's a lot of wasted hours. And this is totally free. This training is absolutely 100% free. Uh, so join us live. If you go to thestacyharris.com slash episode um, 132, which I'll show you right here, you know, there's actually a link to sign up. So just come on over here and sign up for that. Again, it's 100% free, so check that out um, because it's going to be a ton of fun. All right? I really enjoy 